No, I listen to it all the time. I tell all my friends to smack it raw. Podcasts contain mature content. The views and opinions expressed by the host are not those of the host. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smack and Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, where Solo and Strap On are separate categories, but we have brought them together today for the title of our show. I am your host, the patron saint of podcasting, the warden Matt Ritter. I am here with my co-hosts this evening. First and foremost, uh, on mexican independence day for at least another half an hour 35 minutes in chicago uh daddy delgado the sultan of spitter swallow vince how you doing happy uh mexican independence day guys i'm here with my flag i have my chicago bulls mexican flight t-shirts i have my cervezas and to keep myself nice and comfy my mexican blanket you are I'm ready. All ready to go i'm ready Willing and Gable. And of course, because Vince always has to give a paragraph before I introduce anyone else, uh, from the Sheelit Showcase, she is the shaman of Sheelit and the host of Inside the Mind of and in the crowd, Miss Katie Kinsey, baby. Hey, I'm back off the fucking bench. I'm staying off the rest of the year. <laughs> and so you last say. but certainly not least, ladies and gentlemen, you have seen him on here plenty of times by now and absolutely should know who he is. He is my personal favorite Canadian that isn't Trish Stratus. Um, from the Mr. Warren Hayes show, Mr. Warren Hayes. Now, now I'm compelled to get some work done. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need it. You're beautiful. How you doing, guys? Thank you again for having me on. Uh, it, it's always a pleasure. But uh, you know, I didn't want to interrupt. But I have to ask Vince first of all. You know, happy, yes. uh, happy. Uh, you know, Thank uh, you. Mexican day. Uh, what makes your blanket Mexican? So, okay, so it's this, like... I, it doesn't have to be a big thing, but apparently no. it's going to be a big thing. Go it's going to no. be a big thing. It's an Italian it's... blanket that he put an eagle on. No, shut, shut the fuck up. No, it's this, like, very warm, traditional Mexican blanket that always has, like, a bear or a tiger or something on it, and it's, like, the most warmest thing in the world. Now, is it fleece? I have no idea what it is. I just know it's Mexican. That's how I know. That's how I, know. Okay, I didn't question the material. I, I just knew from a child, from an infant, it kept me warm at night. Okay. Well, I look. Good. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm satisfied with this response. Thank you. Thank you, Vince. You're welcome. You're welcome, Warren. You're welcome. Um. No. No. Jesus on it. Uh. There's a Jesus hanging around somewhere in my apartment. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Jesus might be in the chat. Uh, Jeebus is in the chat, and he said we are to refer to you as Chente for Mexican Independence Day. I'm okay with that. I'll allow it. Yeah. Um, let's plug a couple things. First and foremost, if you guys enjoyed the opening intro of our show, that is from uh, Jaylan, Justin, 
Justin Landry, uh, who has remixed our intro, who is a fantastic composer. So shout out to Justin. He's also done all of the stuff for Spitter Swallow, Creation World, uh, Katie's <coughs> shows inside the mind of in the crowd, so on and so forth. Get your podcast, Young Kings Wrestling, that whole little tight knit crew we have. All of that music was produced by Justin. So uh, if you're looking for something for your show, hit him up. Uh, Yes, Got to plug our boy. Also, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> I got it upside down. <laughs> we have the Pro Wrestling Pro Choice t-shirts designed by Jizzy of the Deadass Girls that are for sale both on Katie's Teespring and the Creation World Teespring. The money from Katie's Teespring is donated to Planned Parenthood, and the money from our Teespring every month is donated to the Women's Reproductive Rights Assistance Project. All proceeds going to those two causes. So if you want to support women's right to choose as well as uh, get yourself a dope-ass shirt, please go check those out, buy those, and help support a good cause. And while we're talking about good causes, as always, Young Kings Wrestling has those awesome NWO-style Black Lives Matter t-shirts that I'm surprised not a single person is actually wearing this week because normally someone's got it on. But uh, all of that money is put into a fund by TC and donated to various GoFundMes directly from Young Kings Wrestling uh, to support black people. Um, he didn't want it to be just about uh, police brutality and death. He wanted to support, you know, youths who are looking to, you know, uh, get some money for their basketball teams or their or whatever sports they may be playing or, you know, help with other GoFundMes that are created in that community to help support black people. So please go donate to that as well and get yourself a dope shirt there as well. Yes. All right. On to business. Now, Mr. Warren Hayes, you were not supposed to be alone. You were supposed to be what I planned on calling you uh, for the night, uh, the first gentleman of the Kristen Ashley show. But Kristen Ashley, unfortunately... <laughs> Was not able to make it tonight. Uh, this is this is gonna break her heart. When no, uh, this is absolutely gonna break her heart. <laughs> this is, uh, you know, she she dig it so much. <laughs> However, she was going to come on to discuss a little bit of the PWI 500, which she was a part of. Yes, which is recently dropped. Uh, mm -hmm. Specifically, the women that made that list, uh, which was awesome. Um, were you a part of that? Do you want to talk about it a little bit or? Uh, I was not a part of the committee, uh, so you know I'm free to speak to a certain degree. Because, but you know, because I, I, I'm, you know, I have ties to PWI. I'm going to be on the. I am. What am I talking about? I am on the women's 150 committee again nice. this year, which I'm super excited about. I'm very happy that they decided to keep me on board first and foremost. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, look. The, the one, the the one fifty is it, it's a the, the well, one fifty and the five hundred, but we're talking specifically about the five hundred here is a process, right? Like it's you know it's a committee that comes together to try and put together the best snapshot of the year uh, in, in pro wrestling, right? And I think that one of the thing that gets um, uh, sure Vince, take your shirt off. I mean, it is it is. It is Mexican's Day today. Right? Yeah, yeah. Mexican. I mean, it's Mexican Independence Day, but I have like my Mexico like flag. You have Chicago the flag bullshit. behind you. It's good enough. <sighs> people want it. No. Are you are you telling me that you don't have a Mexican flag <laughs> tattooed across your chest? That you can show <sighs> not us? yet. Not yet. I've been saving up. Or painted. It. You know, like you know, you know, like when you go to a football game, right? Yeah. You take your shirt I, I was I was gonna get like a uh, like red and green sharpies and do it myself, but I just See? didn't have the time. I just didn't have the time. 
mucha ropa, mucha ropa. <laughs> so, um, so you know, it, it, there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff about the 500, and uh, you know, the list that uh, PWA put out that, to put it mildly, create a lot of discussion, right? Uh, because because the criteria is not just a entirely based on you know the work right and you know how good a performer is a professional wrestler in a ring which a lot of people who latch onto lists always you know, that's where we gravitate to maybe first and foremost there's a lot of stuff that that, that gets involved um yeah and, and i'm trying to recall just off the top of my head but you know on the work does count but the influence as well you know uh, how successful a year had you been roman reigns had they had they had excuse me roman reigns is at number one is on top of the list and i think it's hard to to pursue an argument uh uh otherwise right like it, The, the guy is uh, has been on top of the biggest wrestling company in the world uh, for the entirety of the evaluation period, which, by the way, is from June 2021 to July, which is important, 2022, which is crucial, right? It's not just like, just because Dax Harwood is having a really good four months doesn't mean he's going to be in the top 10. And by the way, or look, John Moxley. Or John Moxley, but I, I, I there's a compelling there's a hang on a second one thing at a time. But as far <laughs> as Roman goes, <laughs> as far as Roman goes, uh, I think it's really crucial that that you know that like there's really no other option. He's the champion. He's unified the championships at the biggest pay per view, the biggest wrestling show of the year. Like the. I, I, there's certain things that you can understand and you can maybe say, oh yeah, but uh, uh, Will Ospreay is such a better workman than Roman the Reigns, you know? And it's like, sure, okay. But Roman is still a very, very solid pro wrestler, right? It's not the same type of guy. And look, it had there, there's all these implications here that, that follow up. And yes, you know, the John Moxley being completely snuffed out of the top 10 personally, I disagree with. I don't think he should have been like kept out of the top 10 at all. Uh, because one of the things uh, that is evaluated is, you know, uh, presence in the industry, right? And, you know, uh, uh, quality of competition and so on and so forth. This is a guy who wrestles everywhere. He wrestles everywhere. You know, he and was, he was also off for a little bit of time during the evaluation period. But a lot, but Big E made it to number 10. That is true. That is true. See, that's uh, the that's the thing, right? And and I and honestly, listen. Here's the thing, and this is crucial. I don't want to discredit any of the work that was put on uh, in the uh, by the committee because I wasn't there, right? right? And that's the thing. It's like I wasn't there to 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 sit down and make cases for for anyone. Uh, you know, if I had been there, I would have made a stronger case for Shingo Takagi, who just was bound bumped out of the number 10 spot at 11. I did like this world. I, I was ready to burn the world down. But well, uh, and 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 just as a quick side note, just because uh, you know, I know this is why you had Kristen on the the fact that there's more and more women also showing up on the 500 is fantastic. That's absolutely fantastic, and it shows that the um, it's proof that the uh, uh, that the quality of competition for them uh, is out there. That's always been the case. But on top of that, uh, the fact that they are being able to compete for top championships, open championships, right? Because the, the 
the misconception uh, oftentimes is, well, if they do intergender, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be on the 500. Sure, yes, but the idea is, are they competing for a world title? Are they, you know, not just a divisional title? Are they competing for a world title, an open title? That's all. That that's the the, the basic criteria. That's why you have someone like Jordan Grace, who is so really high on the list, because that's what Jordan's been doing all year long, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Trisha Dora as well, and so on and so forth. These are titles that are genderless, I guess, gender fluid. No, genderless in this case. So, uh, so it, you know, if the women are able to compete for it, well, there'll be more women on the five hundred, and I think that's super exciting. I agree. Um, a, a couple thoughts that I have uh, mm-hmm. about it. Um, being that it is the evaluation period, I completely understand why Seth Rollins was at number one. I know a lot of people are going to say, well, next year it should be John Moxley. Fuck that. It should be Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins did the one thing that no one else could do, and he buried Matt Riddle for the last few months, and it was fantastic. <laughs> that He's number one in my heart going Continues forward forever. So, so uh, Seth Rollins for number one next year. Um, I don't care it. if he wins I'll the title or not. I'll endorse it. Uh, I'm cool with yeah. that. Um, you yeah, know, it's, it's very interesting. And when I do get Kristen on within uh, the next couple of weeks, I can't wait to hear, uh, her side of being on the committee and, uh, her input on, like you said, the women who actually were on the list and where they were on the list, because I think some people saw women on the list and were wondering, oh, well, why is Bianca Belair not on here? So on and so forth. A lot of questions were being asked and the criteria for the women to a make this list and then be how high they got. And then, like you said, there was a lot of discussion points. I saw people who were like, oh, well, you just made up your own criteria. Well, yeah, they're a committee. That's what they do. But just because <laughs> you don't think something is prestigious doesn't mean it's not prestigious outside of your little bubble here in the United States. Like, I'm, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like, <clears throat> that, that I, I think I might know what conversation you're, you're referring to. You know, if you're like, if, if look, a, a, a tournament like, uh, like WXW puts on in Germany. Is that the one? That's the conversation yeah. you're talking about? Exactly. Uh, it, it, the, the tournament that they put on, the uh, 16 karat gold title, it is a long-standing prestigious tournament. If you follow, you know, international wrestling abroad, it is the biggest tournament in Europe, right? Like there's, that's the one that all European wrestlers are knocking at the door to try and bust into. That's what they want to do. Um, and, and even then, they even bring in, you know, people from North America to, add, you know, to they invite them in, you know, not unlike the G1 in Japan where they invite uh, outsiders uh, into New Japan to, to compete there. Gaijin. Um, this, gaijin, exactly. So, so the idea, the, so the idea is like, well, I don't know what the, the 16 karat go. Well, that's on you. That's on you because it is a, a, for people who, 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 who follow that in Europe. And who, who who know exactly what it is and who follow international wrestling, they're like, yeah, Jonathan Gresham winning the 16 karat goal is a big fucking deal. And a lot of the dudes you're watching on uh, Friday night SmackDown and Monday night Raw have been winners of the 16 karat gold tournament as well. So it's yeah, you might not know it, but these are oftentimes a uh, 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 boost to one's career. It'd be very interesting if WWE actually, you know, mentioned things like that and talked about accomplishments outside. And I think that's the biggest problem is we, especially Americans, I will speak for Americans here, uh, need to realize that AEW and WWE may be, at least in our stratosphere, two of the biggest wrestling companies in the world, uh, probably. But that doesn't mean that 
they're the only wrestling companies and only those championships and only those tournaments and only those wins matter and nothing else outside of it or our knowledge uh, matters as much. And that you, you brought points to that tournament as well. Um, and that is someone who, again, is not familiar with the tournament, but I'm not going to knock you for saying it. If they had that tournament on AEW, I'd expect a promo package or something to tell me why it matters. Uh, I'm not going to go research that myself. That is where Warren and I differ. If you're going to throw this fucking tournament on my TV, at least give me a package to let me know why I should give a fuck about it. Because I don't. But a minimum four weeks of build for you, right, Matt? Exactly. Four minimum four okay. weeks. That's that's what I need. I like foreplay. Um, also, in news and rumors, BTE canceled until further notice because the EVPs are suspended oh. and supposedly reaching out to WWE for jobs that I don't want to see them get. So, like, this yeah, stay where you're at. Um, okay. I'd appreciate that. Don't go anywhere. Um, yeah. Anyone sad that they're not going to be able to see BTE till? You know, further notice. No, BTE okay. hasn't been good since uh, the exorcism since the... of Cody Rhodes. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't been good since Brody Lee passed away. True. Yeah, like consistently, because I enjoy. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not as ravenous as some people are with BT, where it's like, oh, they look at everything and then they look for the Easter eggs, you know. And you know, I like the jokes; it's fine. And I thought that the. I thought the um, the Dark Order stuff got them over. That's how they got over. Mm-hmm. But it was you know, it, a lot was carried on 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 Brody Lee's wonderful shoulders, and I think since then it's just been hit, more misses than hits. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Warren Hayes, the first gentleman of the Kristen Ashley <laughs> Show, if you're still listening, Kristen, uh, <laughs> did not actually bury the PWI 500 committee that bad. So uh, what do you mean that bad? Not at all. Even. <laughs> I'm just, you said she wanted to see how badly and you didn't really. So like you didn't, I didn't at all. Actually. No, no, not, not, not really at all. Um, what else we got here? Uh, apparently it was huge news that Malachi went on vacation with his wife. Uh, Sportster found that very interesting and drew a whole bunch of conclusions about a married couple being on vacation together. So, fucking hate people. They've been married for how fucking long? He's been in AW how fucking long? Like, enough with the stupid shit. Just let them go on vacation and fucking enjoy themselves. Stop being stupid. It's the weirdo. Malachi Black seen with WWE Superstar. Well, no shit. They're married. Of course they're seen together. Like... Of weird shit uh i hope malachi's all well uh and can't wait to see what he does when uh this time off is over whether it's back in AEW or somewhere else um i know where i'd personally like to see him um we'll see in, what happens in your bedroom yes okay. actually uh right. that that is number one on my list uh <laughs> Also, last but not least, Sasha and Naomi have just been killing it the last couple weeks, walking red carpets and runways. Sasha did the uh, Princess Leia for the Andor uh, red carpet and all of that. Just absolutely fantastic. They're out here together, which is what I find most important. It's not just Sasha. It's not just Naomi. There is solidarity there after everything that happened and everything they're doing, they're doing together and showing the value that they have outside of this company. If you don't bring us back and we, we don't need to go back, look at what we can do without you, which is exactly. fantastic. 
Exactly. And they look so happy doing it. So mm -hmm. and they look so and damn good doing it. Oh, absolutely. Exactly. I um I absolutely think uh that I'm well, I'm more and more convinced that they're coming back because mm -hmm. Vince is gone, you know, and 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 Laurenitis and all the the assholes, right? Um, mm -hmm. and I'm more and more convinced that they are eventually going to come back. But I think what they're doing is brilliant because, like you guys said, they're just uh, creating the 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 um, their 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 mystique outside of the company. So showing you know trips and you know whoever's going to be managing on that end uh look at how valuable we can be outside of the ring like in the ring is one thing but look at what we can do outside you know disney wants me around all the time now you know and 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 you're and i think the key here like like matt pointed out the key is that they're the two together they let they walked out together and there they are they're hitting they're hitting everything hard together and I think that's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would not use that phrasing. Um, oh, God. Because that is our last piece of news. Apparently, uh, the narrative has been controlled, and it is now a basically disbanded faction that is part of the NWA. Uh, the little pet project, not an indie, uh, come argue with us in a closet, uh, all of the most hated wrestlers in the industry who no longer have jobs band together and don't become successful uh, is now at an end. Uh, narratives have been controlled, and what we figured out is without a big company backing you, you guys all suck. So there's that. Yeah. Are we really Basically. surprised? No, I wasn't at all. I thought you were going somewhere else with those news and, and EC3. Would you like to talk about? Because I mean, we can. We'll have to wait. You'll you'll have to wait because there's somebody else who had some very interesting thoughts on it. But essentially, for those of you who don't know, see, I was under the impression that the the going narrative was Velveteen Dream put cameras inside the toilets and was like filming people from in the toilet as they approached it. But apparently, what happened was a few NXT superstars got together. Uh, decided they wanted to cosplay as Tony Khan and throw a Coke party, during which uh, Velveteen Dream has come out uh, and let us know, not only does he not know how a phone works or how to record a video, um, despite being younger than me, uh, but that during the Coke party, he went into the bathroom, he set his phone down, left it in there, and EC3 thought that he put it in there to record EC3 going to the bathroom, which led to EC3's comments about, how sick Patrick is and how he was trying to record people in the bathroom at his house and so on and so forth. And he was nice enough not to mention the names of the other people that were at the party, but did tell us one of them is us on Monday night raw or rod as Mr. Warren Hay said, um, uh, which I think is more apropos in this conversation, uh, Monday night rod. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like, I kind of believe in both. Like, I could definitely see Patrick doing some shit like that, but also, I could, if you're on cocaine, I could completely understand you being super paranoid and freaking out because you're having preconceived notions about somebody. And EC3 seems like somebody who would have those kind of preconceived notions about somebody. I'm not going to lie. So, like, I don't really know. Both lying. 
what barrel I'm throwing my fish in. Uh, probably neither, but I do much more like the narrative of the fact that uh, Velveteen Dream was hiding tiny cameras in EC3's toilet to watch him take a shit. So. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm controlling the narrative. That's where we're at. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you have some Vince? No, no. It's just like okay. I just... thought Vince had thoughts on this. He's, like, He's the one who literally brought it, it up. Yeah, no, I just was making the remark of like, oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with the new story about controlling your narrative. I thought you were going to the Velveteen Dream EC3 stuff, which I is why. You. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wasn't sure if you were going to go that way or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't have thoughts right. on it. I just, I thought you it would be something you'd want to cover. Uh, well, I appreciate that. Uh, and we did. So <laughs> now we can move into <laughs> Mr. Warren Hayes. Spit or swallow, sir. Okay. Um, well, we're, 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 it's the new form, right? New form. Yeah. Where, Anything where, that where, you where, watch that you enjoy that you want to spit or swallow. Okay. Let's, let's start in nice and smooth. Something, something I think everyone is going to be pretty much in agreement with nothing really controversial. Kevin Owens promo on Monday night raw. Um, in fact, you know, Kevin Owens in general, since becoming the prize fighter again has been uh, nothing but hits, but this promo that he did absolutely remarkable um and what i think what i particularly liked about it is how he slid in some just just enough information where he's like where he's letting austin theory know that look you were handpicked by someone who ain't here anymore pal you know Mm -hmm. you you were someone's pet project now you you've got to step it up because look look at what i'm doing you know, and he didn't say that implicitly, explicitly, but it's look, look at me now. Look at Seth Rollins, because we have to be completely, completely frank with each other. Since the Cody feud, Seth Rollins has been nothing but hits as well. Nothing yes. but hits. 100%. Uh, and, and, and this is, uh, I, and this is by design at this point, right? And I, and, and you can even tell that Seth, and, and there's no surprise here. Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins are, 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 are Paul's boys, right? Paul Levesque's boys, mm-hmm. precise here. It's their dude. It's, you know, it's his guys, right? So, of course, you know, Seth's work, you know, is, I, I find his character work just have not always being like the cackling, obnoxious dude, having this little, this little streak of like, fuck you energy to him, too. I really like it. Like, it, it, he had to me hasn't been this interesting in, in 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 a while, and Kevin Owens has always been interesting, and just the fact that he can be unleashed again is fantastic. I thought his promo was absolutely remarkable, and with the little the, the little content for those of us who are following along at home behind the scenes, masterful stuff from a guy right who for which English is not his first language. Never forget that. I always do. He's uh he's in my top five favorite Canadians, but still below you and Trish. So, uh, no, I agree. I'm, I'm coming for you, Trish. Just, <laughs> just, just wait till you just wait till you see what I what kind of implants I can get on my ass. You just wait, Trish. That will put you over the mark. Uh, no, the whole thing with Ko was fantastic. Him calling him, saying you're a dime a dozen. You're not the future. 
I don't want to be like you. I don't want to be this carbon copy Vince McMahon thing. I want to be me. It was pure passion and motivation. And basically, he's like, this is how you become everything you think you are. You're telling everyone you are. And all Austin Theory can come back with is, oh, yeah, well, even though you don't want to be like me, you'll you'll never be like me. And then Kevin's like, maybe you weren't listening. And then slaps him in the face to let Slapped it sink in. Taste out of the boy's mouth, as he should. Shut the kid up, for fuck's sake. Mm, broke his nose, too. Broke his nose. And then Did told him that legit. Nose. Was that legit? I don't think he... I, he but. He was bleeding from the nose. I don't think it actually got broke. But Kevin said he broke it, and I believe everything Kevin Owens says. So Yeah, yeah he's a saint. Canadian would never lie to me, right? No. Right, Warren? No. I don't think so. See, Warren tells the truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, guys got, you guys got anything else on KO or Austin? No, I disagree with everything Warren said. Uh, I loved it. It was on my swallows as well, so I'm crossing that off the list yeah i mean that was like one of the things i had originally when we were like gonna just narrow our things down that was definitely one i had on there because ko like warren said since becoming the prize fighter again has been incredible the promos the in-ring work using the pop-up powerbomb again fantastic so as long as the knees are okay yeah, that's the thing. I'd love him to bring back the Steenerlizer, which was the move that he used as Kevin Steen on the Indies, but it's too dangerous. That's the thing. It's like it's 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 a really dangerous move to pull off. But uh, you know. can you describe it? Because there are a lot of moves that you name that I don't think you're you're actually <laughs> real names. I forget what the last one was, but I'm like, there's no way someone called that. And then someone went in the comments and they're like, oh, no, actually, it was this person back in 2002. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you, you, you pull up someone, you pull up someone as, as like into a power bomb, right? So you lift him up as if you're putting him into a power bomb, but you're holding on to his neck, right? And then you like, sort of like this, kind of like a, an inverted muscle buster, you know, the how Joe holds the muscle buster, okay. the guy's on his shoulders and he's, but instead, as a power bomb holding on to the neck, and he tosses him into the turnbuckles. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> into the turnbuckle? Goddamn. Sounds dangerous as shit. We've, it, we've, no, it is. It, it legitimately is. We've seen Seth Rollins almost end careers just doing a regular buckle bomb, let alone yeah. a buckle bomb buster muscle fucker corner thing. Yep. So. Muscle bomb. It's, it's muscle. <laughs> muscle, muscle buster fucker, fucker. <laughs> yeah muscle buster fucker there we go see, that's, that's what you should call it too. why not <laughs> see and here's the thing uh, shout out to pretty kyle who's here i'd love to steenerize myself but you know i have to get some ribs removed oh my god you know it's funny you say that because that was that whole thing about marilyn manson and i love my <laughs> abaddon shirt but it looks like marilyn manson on my abaddon it kind of does it, it really does, does. <laughs> so um <laughs> Katie Spitter Swallow. Um, Warren kind of briefly brought him up. Yeah, this made me laugh. Um, I'm swallowing everything Seth fucking Rollins. I know Matt's very happy about this. Putting Riddle in his place again, because they nobody want to see that anymore. How many times do you need your head 
stomped into the mat to realize he doesn't fucking care about you anymore, bro. Riddle's like that clingy ex-girlfriend that won't let go. Rollins is just trying to move on with his life. Riddle's got to back off. But now we're getting Rollins and the almighty U.S. champion of Bobby Lashley. And that shit's gonna hit. And I'm so excited. As much as I love Bobby as champion, Seth needs a championship. It's been too damn long. So. So this is one of the things I did take notes for. Would you like to would you like to hear what I have down on my notes for this? Oh, you know I love hearing definitely. Your notes, <clears throat> Swallow. Uh Seth says fuck Riddle, fuck a rematch. I want a belt. Riddle, who despite his personal problems, still has not learned that no means no. Uh attack Seth Rollins anyway. Uh Judgment Day tries to recruit Riddle. Damien says, Hey, let's go for threesome. Let's go from threesomes to group sex, but all he wants is non-consensual activity. Shocker. Uh, so he repays their kindness with violence. Uh Balor defeats Riddle, clean as fuck, and gets stomped. Or real gets stomped. Maybe now he'll learn that no means no. <laughs> and it looks like we're moving on to Bobby versus Seth, which is a plus. Matt, honestly, can can you like narrate, like do like an audio, like an audible book or whatever it's called of Raw, like a whole Raw episode? Because I'd love to hear you just like describe Raw to me. I like, mean, that's literally. What he used to do in the old format of the show. Well, maybe I miss it, okay? Maybe I long for the old days. Maybe if we get an episode of just you and me, we will go back to the old format for an episode live. It won't happen this year. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, Katie's got goals. She's still down one, and Vince has the tiebreaker right now. Yeah, and then on top of that, Katie will show up whether she's on vacation, whether she has no internet, whether she has COVID. She she's gonna show regardless. I'm I'm not called the hardest working woman in podcasting for a fucking reason. So did anyone else think it was interesting that after all the rumors about you know Matt Riddle and Damian Priest and their illicit sexual activities that he was trying to in Involve him in the executioners and recruit him. That he was the one that went out there and was like, "Hey, like we I got this BBS M cult. Why don't you come join us? I can whip you. It'll be fun. Like you know, back in NXT. <laughs> That's interesting. I, I mean, there's you. there's Rhea and Dom Dominic already. Like a Listen. thing. Like it could be a whole situation. Like they are the executioners for a reason. <laughs> we dubbed them properly there. They will dress up as Kitty and come on the show. Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, Seth being like, dude, I'm ready for a fucking title and then going after the U.S. title and, you know, keeping that title important. I'm all for that, too, because Bobby versus Seth will bang uh, Vince. Yes. Spit or swallow. OK, so I only have one spit for the whole show, but I think I'm going to save it towards the end. I don't want to like like sour the mood. So I'm going to start with the uh, with the biggest swallow of the week and I'm just going to blow my load. Solo, Solo Sokoa returning to NXT, capturing the North American title, adding more gold to the bloodline, the love and respect that he has for Sami Zayn. I'm just swallowing Solo Sokoa thriving this week. Like, he, he went ahead, beat Carmelo Hayes, got the strap that we all wanted him to get, and now he's out here not only doing that, he's putting on bangers, defending it right away. He's a defending fighting champion. His first show back, he's already defending the title. You know what makes this even better, though, Vince? Yes. There's a narrative on the Smack and Raw podcast. There's a little something called the Curse of Riddle, since we just got off the subject of that, and how everyone associated with Matt Riddle 
just has a terrible time. And we thought maybe Wesley had broken out of the curse of riddle. He won. He was going to get voted in. He was going to get that match. And then here come trick mellow to stomp his ass into the ground in the locker room and keep Matt Riddle's friends where they belong in the mud with him. Matt's shitty kids are down again. Solo comes in, takes the spot, wins the title, and then carries it off to the main roster and is defending it, you know, on SmackDown tonight, like for shits and giggles, yeah. because that's and what he loves Sami Zayn. Does. And he loves Sami Zayn. And like, he loves he... Sami Zayn, and that is important. Yes. I don't know what's Jay's problem, but he needs to get with the program. Jay has PTSD. Roman mentally abused this man for a solid year, at least. That man's got internal hard issues, bro. It's going to take a while. He beat him harder than Joker did to Jason Todd. So you have siblings, right, Vince? I have a few. Somewhere, would you consider yourself the favorite child? Oh, 100%. Yeah, we all have a question. So, essentially, what's going on here is uh, while you consider yourself the favorite child and you think that you know you're so giving and loving to your parents, and you see all this, there's another child, maybe like a younger brother, maybe it's your sister who comes along, and your parents just treat them a little better than you feel that they deserve to be treated or that you're getting treated, and you get jealous, you get mad, you're not happy. And unlike on Pornhub, where this turns into some weird step-sibling thing, it, it plays out the way it does here, where he is just angry and mad the entire time at Sammy for getting the recognition that he feels he deserves because he was the first Oos to join Roman Reigns. He was the first one. Jimmy was off. He was gone. Jay was there. Main yeah. event Uso. And now here comes Sammy, who's not even, he's not even blood. He's Vince. the stepchild. He's, a he's the stepchild that Roman loves child. better. Yeah. Sometimes it happens that way, you know? Yeah. The redheaded stepchild, literally. <laughs> literally. But yeah, uh, just swallowing so- solo, man. Like, I-, I love everything about this. And you know what's great is that I saw Matt tweeting. I was like, I don't even care if it doesn't make sense. I just wanted it to happen. And I'm like, now I really want it to happen. I hope it happens just to make Matt happy. And it made me happy all, all around. And then it kind of made me think, I'm like, normally Matt wouldn't want this because he's a SmackDown superstar going back to NXT, made the NXT title. There is no brand split. But he doesn't care it, about exactly. the brand because it doesn't exist. Brand split's not real. However, it, it, it's going to matter in a month and a half when they're going to start telling us that it's the, the battle for brand supremacy. It's coming. We've got and the only, I will the only time every episode in that build about how there is no brand split and they're full of shit and I hate it and they're stupid and blah, blah, blah. But until then, I'm reveling in the fact that there is no brand split until they decide that there is one again. Uh, so that is the narrative I've created. And that is the world I'm living in. Since the tag titles are unified, does that mean it's just going to be Jimmy versus Jay? That's Survivor Series? <laughs> does Roman have to fight himself? Well, no. Triple Triple H is in charge now, so it'll be Jimmy and Jay versus uh, Pretty Deadly. Oh yeah, Ashley, I wouldn't want to see that. Can we get? That. Can we instead get Damage Control versus the Usos? No, that's literally not how that works. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for intergender wrestling. So if you want to give me Io Shirai and Dakota Kai versus Jimmy and Jay Uso all day, yeah, I'll take Listen, it. Super I'm not kicks, saying chops, the match won't everything. slap. The match would bang, but. I know that doesn't like 
Shut the fuck up, Vince. Let me talk. I know WWE doesn't do intergender. I'm literally talking about this with Will tomorrow. They don't like, they don't want me to have nice things. I just want Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley ruining everybody. And I don't get that shit. All, you, like, all she ruins is Dominic. But Nia Jax can get 69 and RKO'd in the Royal Rumble. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, she can get what? 69 and RKO'd. I said what I no, said. I think, you're, I think you're missing a number in there. I don't think so. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Mr. Warren Hayes, spit or swallow. Um, let's okay. Uh, I will do the first spit of the of the show. I'm going to spit this week's this week's dynamite. I didn't like it. I thought I thought it was. I thought we're. I feel we're going in cold to the big Arthur Ashe show this week. Uh, I don't think there. I, I thought the show was uh, suspiciously flat. As opposed to last week, where you know we were coming off the uh, the, the the shenanigans and uh, and everything felt everything felt uh, like you know we're taking charge, you know we're grabbing this bull by the horns, and everyone you know everyone was hitting the ring, you know MJF was cutting his promo, Mox was cutting his promo, everyone was hitting the ring, it was just like going, we're tearing it up. You get you get Danielson and and and, and Paige having a great match, you have a great uh, pure title match on top of that this week. Danielson and Jericho rule. Don't get me wrong, but it was a very, very flat show. Very, very flat. Yeah, okay. There you go. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you guys think, but I like you, you know, like in any in any circumstance, there's moment like there's good moments regardless, yeah, right? Yes. Uh, you know, MJF's promo I thought was I I, I thought was very good. Uh, at first, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I know like for some weird reason, the, you know, the, the, and, and maybe someone will want to, to focus on this specifically. So I don't want to necessarily dive into it, but you know, the, the, the Stokely promo, a lot of people thought it was weird. I was like, no, nah, this, this is fine. Give me, give me a, yeah. give me a, a stable of mid card dudes who want to go after mid card titles and you know, answer the call that everyone keeps saying. I don't care about the secondary titles because they're not don't feel important anymore. When is that the old planet title? No one in there gets the ball in the old planet title. You know, I'm dizzy right now. And but <laughs> the, the so so we, we have the mid card guys going. Yeah, I'm going for the pure title. I'm going for the mid card title. I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was well, maybe a little long, but I thought it was fine. But otherwise, I thought the show was just like uh, flat. It was. It was there. It was a show. I I agree and, with and, you. And going into really quickly, going into Arthur Ashe next week, which is a fucking big show. It's a big deal for them to go back. Uh, they're coming in. They're doing great numbers, great ratings, and there's still a lot of seats left. And at Arthur Ashe, I was expecting something that would be just leaving you chomping at the bit, but I don't. I I agree with you, Warren. There was there was like a lot of stuff that just felt like it was there. It didn't feel like a, a show that had urgency mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm, going, mm-hmm. In, it should have been like a go home show almost, go, going into a pay per view or like a premium live event, as they're called nowadays. Uh, aside from like getting like getting confirmed that it's Danielson versus Mox, and like the promo with. Uh, Stokely Hathaway and MJF, like everything else, just kind of felt like it 
it was just just there, like just there, like there was no urgency, no motivation. Well, aside from like the acclaimed and like maybe like um, swerving our glory interacting with each other, like aside from that, nothing else felt like it was being built up for next week. So I, I agree with you. It wasn't a bad show. I just thought it was just bleh. Mm-hmm. Hospital Jello. Que- question from the ignorant. Um, so you were talking about Jordan Grace doing gender neutral matches for titles and things like that. Is uh, Max the Impaler? Who is Max the Impaler? Uh, Max the Impaler. I'm sure you've seen Max the Impaler on Twitter. Uh, they're a an 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 enormous like Mad Max type character you know they come in with the 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 post-apocalyptic i'm going to rip your face off and then i'm going to eat your shins for lunch kind of uh person you know and 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 max well i don't know and max was just because having that for dinner and then tomorrow like for lunch seven you know of course oh whatever see you have to you know um max is fantastic uh fantastic uh wrestler um and um, gender neutral on top of that. Okay. Yep. I was just curious because JJ was swallowing hard, hard swallowing. <laughs> hard Max the Impaler being the wild card against Jordan Grace at Hard to Kill. And that is my uh, Question little side hey, impact exists for this show. So that's a nice, that's nice it. though. That's going to be good because Jordan, Jordan's a powerhouse and Max is a, Max is, it's, is a terror, an absolute, an absolute terror. Uh, they had a really good match with Camille at that dreadful NWA show uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, but, but as an aside, Camille delivered that entire weekend. Camille is one of the saving graces of, of NWA right now. Um, and but Max and, and Camille had a great, great match uh, with each other. So this will be good. I'm excited for it. Good. That's very good news, actually. I don't know how a company that decided Trevor Murdoch was world champion couldn't be putting on banger after banger. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, <laughs> Katie, spit or swallow? Um, no, no swallow. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Chad Gable. Mm. Chad Gable is one yes. of the most underrated people on the rosters in general. Uh, In-ring promo like anything that kid does is great and it was johnny's first match back and johnny looks incredible like he made a nice instagram post talking about his transformation over these past nine months since quill's been born which baby wrestling watching johnny's matches will always be my favorite thing you look confused who matt yeah i'm listening you look I, i was I was waiting because I was going to say that I understand the struggle of Johnny Gargano because having a young child, being home for a young child, can be very draining and time-consuming, let alone finding the time to practice your craft, get the ring rust off, get into ring shape, and then go out there and do all of these things. So, Yeah, and like in that post, he talked about how he like attributed – diet and training with wrestling and he just took a, he was basically just taking a break from everything wrestling related while he was taking care of the kid uh helping candace taking care of the kid which precious baby uh that match was great everything i wanted it to be i could i could watch this match every monday 
if I needed to. And the possible pairing eventually of Kevin and Johnny, that idea, because Sammy's still an honorary ooze, and I'm not getting Kevin and Sammy at this moment, which kind of sucks. But if I can get Kevin and Johnny, PWG guys, tag demon, I'm in. Because fantastic team going against Otis and Gable just as a whatever. It's perfect. It uses everybody. Austin Theory can try and get involved because he's a little bitch. And then we can just get Johnny versus Theory for the case. Because Austin Theory doesn't deserve that fucking case. And I was there. And I watched that shit happen live. And I'm still mad about it. Unfortunately, it seems like Otis and Chad are like wrapped up with something with Braun. Which is unfortunate on so many levels. So many levels. But I agree with Katie. I I thought Chad versus um, Johnny Gargano was the best match of of Raw. Probably Mm -hmm. the best match WWE had all week, maybe. I'm fairly certain Kyle, pretty Kyle, Kyle from the Apron Bump, for those of you who don't know who is the comment on the screen right now, has a word of the day calendar or a word of the week calendar. Turgid Turgid was on it because Turgid. Turgid. Uh, is a word that he I have seen him use at least once in a group chat and then now here. So he's he's getting his reps in with Turgid. And I'm proud of you, Kyle. We're, we're all proud of Kyle. The um, just as a quick aside, though, because uh, I uh, I agree entirely with Katie said and 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 I agree like I I Gargano and Cable get Cable Gable uh, was a, is <laughs> unquestionably yeah that be he's, he's he's like a he's a cyborg now it'd be fantastic when you think about it though um, but uh, the um, his match the, that was absolutely WWE's best match this week without a question yeah. and uh, but. I think we also have to recognize how much, you know, Triple H is ready to put his faith in Chad Gable because Chad Gable is not just, he's not going out there winning matches and being, you know, top guy, but look at what, look at what we're, what, what H is doing with him right now. Right. It's like, look, I'm bringing back some guys. I'm reinventing some guys. Who is he putting them in the, in the ring with? Chad Gable. We're getting Kevin Owens back in the prize fighter mode. Has a banger with with Chad Gable. He, uh, he uh, Johnny Gargano, Chad Gable. Look for good or ill, Braun Strowman and Chad Gable. Right? It's like he, he knows that's the guy that that's the go to that H has right now to put his um, to put his guys over. And uh, you got to give him props because he is delivering on every 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 occasion, oh, even if he's not. Even if he's not actually performing uh, Japanese ocean uh, ocean suplexes, Chente, uh, Ch- you're next. But if you need to apply lotion, I can I can go in your spot while you take care of your uh, your your duties. Uh, Chente, I think you muted yourself because we can't sure hear you anymore. Sorry. Uh, second. <laughs> Biggest follow of the week for me. NXT going back to its roots. The white and gold, it looks like, because the logo is like <laughs> black and gold, but like it's white and gold. But I, I love the way they closed off NXT 2.0, the one-year anniversary. I like it. They're going, they're going back to that, and I hope they continue to build on that, because there was a lot of good in 
<laughs> and uh, hopefully they grab some of the goodness from 2.0 and black and gold and make this white and gold like the next best thing. You sweating over there, Vince? No. No. Okay. no. Uh, I I was very interested in the the new logo reveal, the fact that we're going back to every other week TV tapings. Um, obviously, mm-hmm. the complete and total demise and burial of what was NXT UK, possibly uh, getting ready for the launch of NXT Europe as its own mm-hmm. thing with no prior history. Um, I'm curious to see if we're going to get new championships now that they're unified and what uh, they will look like. And if if we lost, uh, as, what, what did you call it? Color Splash? Uh, Color Run NXT. Color Run NXT. Uh, now that that's gone, we don't need Color Run NXT championships. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, I'm very curious as to see where this is going to go. Also, as I said, leading into Survivor Series, if they're going to be a part of Survivor Series now that uh, Papa H has that little bit of control so let nxt be in survivor series again and fuck up the main roster like they did last time clean sweep i'm not as excited as you guys i'm sorry i really am not it's you know i i'm my theory but like my my perception of the triple h era right now is that it's a lot of window dressing right now we're like we're you know we're bringing stuff back we're you know we're pulling things out of the boxes that we that you know that we all stored away you know when when we uh you know when we shacked up with our partner and now that we kicked our partner out well we can break we can pull out the boxes of all the cool stuff that we had uh that we had put away because our partner didn't want to see it around kind of thing um so you know just like you know letting wrestlers say wrestlers on TV again. And, oh, they can name the referees now. It's not. It's a hospital now, not a medical facility. Ooh, la, la. Like, he's bringing the logo back. Fine. Fine. There's, that's cool. And I think it's, I, I personally think it's weird that on the first anniversary of them doing their transition and goddamn, did they drive that one hard on us. Did they make us want to believe on it? And suddenly they're like, yeah, exactly. They, oh, no, we're all just going to scooch that away. And now we're, look, we're bringing back the thing you liked. But all the people I liked aren't there anymore. So what? what's, like, next week, we still have all the same people. We still have the Von Wagners and the Brooks and Johnsons and Jensons and Bransons. And we have the Nikita right. Lyonses and the Lash Legends. They're all still there. They're uh, but, and the thing is, is that you know I, I feel like there's a lot of talk in regards to Triple H coming in and doing things, and people getting excited. And I think it's okay to be excited because all of these little things that Vince would take away would indeed pile up and annoy us, right? And I'm completely in agreement with that. But I haven't seen significant changes. Outside of longer TV matches, better TV matches, people that I like are being pushed again, sure. But I haven't seen any significant changes. SmackDown Tonight is proof of that again, right? I mean, there's everything that I don't really like about the product is still there. And what's being presented to us is just like, Oh, here you go. Here's a here's a cookie. Wow, NXT Black and Gold is back. But everything that made Black and Gold has been gone for. Some people would say a year. Ah, we could go a into a, 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 a good two 
to 24 months to, to 30 months. It, ha it hasn't been around anymore, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, let's see what happens. Like, it, it, I'm, I'm going back to the same old adage of WWE, let it play out as Alexa Bliss once told us. So, you know, that's all, that's all I can do at this point. But, you know, I'm, I'm in a show, don't tell type of situation right now. Okay, I hear you Nick. on that. Um, I'd like to believe that this is going to be the first step towards something more. And as you said, I mean, we're seeing people not only getting TV time, but getting prominent TV time, i.e. a Johnny Gargano who would not be there if Triple H was not in there, let alone putting on the match that he put on with Chad Gable on Monday Night Raw. And one of the biggest complaints was the WWE wrestling style and not letting them wrestle. and blah, blah. So... I will. I, I have to give them credit where credit is due. Um, I don't think it is going to be an immediate, full-on, uh, right out of the bat, full-on facial that this is going to be a slow-coming process um, over time. And as we get a little bit more here and there, a little drop here, a little drop there, um, eventually our faces will be covered and it will be all brand new. So Yeah. What did he once say? It's a marathon, not a sprint, right? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right, Vince? It's not about quickies. Yes, Vince. It's all about the foreplay. Uh, yeah, Triple H, like, right right now, like, Triple H hasn't changed everything, like Warren said, and to, like, pick up on his analogy. He's basically taken his Funko Pops out of storage and rearranged the furniture is all he's done. But... The feng shui of the room is so much better with the furniture rearranged and the Funkos out in display. So, I'm just gonna let it, I'm just gonna let it continue to crescendo, Warren, and uh, we'll we'll see in a year's time. We'll see in a year's time. SmackDown is still the same absolutely dreadful show I like that it, it has though. been I, for months. It's... I I've I haven't liked SmackDown in such a long time, and it is so it is it is a dreadful show. So it's it's but look here let. We could maybe wrap it up on this. I don't expect sweeping changes in WWE because they have a formula that has made them that has that have turned them into a billion dollar company. Why would they change it at this point? Why would they change it when they're and I talk about this on my own podcast? Why would they change the the formula when they're going to be in renegotiations next year for their contracts, which are up in 2024 with Fox with uh, with uh, with NBC Universal, right? Why would they start changing, making big changes now? It, none of it makes sense. And so I don't, the, in the, uh, on that aspect, right? Because they want to get more money. So they want to continue going. To, and, and, all, and, you know, again, to be perfectly balanced here, um, the Triple H era so far has proven, you know, better gates, better ratings, it's it business wise it's been up good for them you know uh so i don't see any significant changes happening to the product moving forward at least for for another two years maybe once they once the ink is dried on the new mega billion contracts that they're going to have with fox and nbc universal or whoever right because they're negotiating possibly time warner possibly time warner discovery universal nbc um, maybe at that point, then we're going to try out some new things Then let's, let's get crazy kind of thing. But I, I honestly just don't see it so far. Uh, Warren spit or swallow. 
Mm. Not that you didn't talk enough. <laughs> okay, Dad. Um, <laughs> um, okay, let, uh, I'm going to break out with a with, with a with a uh, a swallow here uh, from a, a an extraordinary match that I watched this week from over in Japan. Over at, did you guys know that Takamichinoku has his own promotion in Japan called JTO? Just tap out. That's the name okay. of his promotion, and uh, and he's a, he puts on he he puts on occasional shows, so on and so forth. And he's uh, he usually invites a bunch of his friends from all sorts of promotions, including New Japan. And he had uh, a, a an event this week on the twelfth. Was called um, it was called Ta- uh, Takataichi Despi Mania, referring Takamichinoku, Lord Taichi from New Japan, and El Desperado again from New Japan Mania. No, it has nothing to do with mystical iron gloves. Otherwise, I would not be talking about this. Trust me. Um, but El Desperado had a an absolute fantastic match of the year candidate with one Jun Kasai, who is a uh, a, a legend of Japanese deathmatch um, wrestling, and uh, it was. Absolutely fantastic. And I'm not necessarily your biggest deathmatch fan. I can stomach it to a certain degree. There's guys out there, you know, like Matt Tremont, where I think it always goes too far, the light tube, so on and so forth. I'm like, eh. But this one here, the match that we had with El Desperado, who is a junior in, in uh, New Japan, right? And you've probably seen him. He has a beautiful mask. Uh, he uh, that uh, Just absolutely fantastic. And... They wrestled a such a brutal fight and a brilliantly brutal fight, full of emotion, full, super compelling. And I would even go as far as to say, if if you're not into death matches, this one is also for you, kind of thing. You know, I, I think it's one of these death matches that's good for people who don't like death matches because it's not crazy and you know blood spilling out of people's on and so there's. You know, there's the barbed wire boards and the razor boards, and they use actual knives on each other and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But the match itself is just extraordinary stuff, like really, really good stuff. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And especially when it comes to uh, El Desperado, his year, the year that he's been having, uh, breaking out. This is This has been a breakout year for him because he's wrestled he wrestled John Moxley recently on a New Japan of America show. Uh, he's wrestled uh, uh, Kazuchika Okada in the opening of the New Japan Cup earlier this year. He lost, but still a fantastic match. Like he's been having. Who beats Kazuchi? Yeah, a, 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 well, Jay White. That's who. That's who. There you go. Um, but uh, just an extraordinary year that he's been having, and again a fantastic, fantastic, emotional match. One that had me on the edge of my seat uh, towards the end. Of the final third of that match is just absolutely crazy. Chaos, love it, absolutely love it. There you go. I mean, that sounds fantastic, minus the fact that there's no mystical iron glove, and that is extremely <laughs> funny. I'm not that. That is see, I regret ever telling you about that. <laughs> Second question: In this new promotion that uh, Taka Michinoku, who was in WWF, so I can say his name properly, uh, started. Um, do they ever or frequently string people up in the back and threaten to chop off their members with samurai swords? Fun fact, 
he wrestled against his former Kayantai partner, Dick Togo, or as Kristen likes to call him, Dick to go in <laughs> the, uh, in one of the matches this e- the, uh, in that evening. No, no one was being strung up, strung up. There were no uh, katanas, nothing of the sort, unfortunately. No choppy choppies? No choppy choppies. There were peepees, but they were all well conceived. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well, that's not so, fun. I, I also prefer uh, Dick to go. Um, I think most people do. Um, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> I miss Funaki. Indeed. Is Funaki there too? That was Funaki. No, Funaki, no. no. Uh, and the funny, the, uh, uh, Taka started that, just as a quick aside, he started that promotion a couple of years ago because he was fired from New Japan because he was caught cheating on his wife. And apparently that is a very... Yeah, but but apparently, this is from from what I understand in regards to Japanese culture, that is a very serious offense. Like that is something that does not reflect well on your employers. So he was removed from New Japan because he was being adulterous, and uh, and so he lost his job. And he's like, okay, I'm going to start up my own promotion. Then that's how that's how this one kicked off because mm-hmm. boy needed the money. Very interesting, actually. Um... Seeing as in WWE, cheating on your wife is just something the boss does on a regular basis, uh, let alone paying people out for it. So yeah, you, you get, and you get, you get pushes for, for it. Yeah, you get pushes for it. Why not? So, uh, Katie Spitter Swallow. I'll take Vince's um, spot till he fi- he said he was hearing nothing but static again, which is what the issue was when we first got on the call. Um, because uh, I don't know, I don't know what was going on. I don't know. Need to, uh, maybe. You know, buy some merch from us so we can get Vince new headphones or better internet, something. <laughs> um, I'm going to spit Jerry Lawler's existence. Okay, so I cannot stand this man at all. His comments are not needed. He is not needed on anything in the year 2022 he can keep his talking about puppies and a bunch of other bullshit he can keep that shit in the 90s and early 2000s i don't want it i don't care i don't want anything any comments any racist sexist comments from that piece of shit ever again and if you ever talk shit about bianca he can personally catch my hands Agreed. Why? Why would you bring Jerry Lawler on to comment about stuff going on in the women's division of WWE? You could have like, brought on anybody, anybody else. Jim Ross for all I fucking care. Bring him back. I don't care. <laughs> He's definitely not as bad as Jerry fucking Lawler. It is. It it, it blows my mind I'm with that. You. He's, I hate him. I fucking hate him. And the body language from the two people who do the 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 bump or what I know, talking smack, talking raw, raw talk, raw talk, whatever. There you go. It's called. Um, the the body language they had. You know, the one guy was standing up and he he sort of went. You know, you you saw his his body shift, and the the girl she looked at she looked at the dude and she went. And she was literally cringing. 
Like, it's mm-hmm. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, because why are you going to talk about, oh, Bianca Belair is in her 30s. Who fucking cares? She needs to cut her hair. No, the fuck she doesn't, dude. Get out of here. Like, you know, this, I, I'm actually surprised by that because the old saying that we've heard is uh, if you're not Harry, no Jerry or something along those lines. Or if you're hair, maybe it's if you're Harry, no Jerry. I don't remember. He's like, I think it was the opposite. Flair prefers hair. Uh, no hair, no flair. And uh, if you're Harry, no Jerry. I think that's what it was. So maybe that's why I wanted to cut it. Also, uh, on that note, with Jerry Lawler being on those shows, they went from raw talk and smack talk to raw dog and smack that ass with Jerry on there because he's an old perv, um, which is why it was so cringe. Cause those are terrible, cringy names. And I agree. We don't really need Jerry. Like I'm watching 97. Like I just got to Sean losing his smile and I'm watching mm-hmm. it. And it's hard to listen to Jerry Lawler back in 97 when he was at his peak, uh, let alone now in 2022, this is not someone we need to continue to bring back and give time on a microphone. No, not at all. Especially when he's literally stuck in the fucking 90s talking about all this shit. I went back and watched what was it, Unforgiven 2002. And that was, of course, the angle with hot lesbian action. I talked about it with Free Kyle. So obviously, Jerry Law, they're losing his fucking mind about it. I, anybody but Jerry Lawler. If I see him on another kickoff panel, I will scream, drive to wherever, and personally throat punch this fucking old man. Kick him in the dick. Fair. No, I'm throat punching so he can't fucking talk anymore. Um, <clears throat> Chente. Uh, before I go, no, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm addressing <laughs> you, sir. Quiet. I noticed that before you disappeared. There was a body and lotion next to you, and now that you have disappeared and come back, both the body and lotion are gone, and our viewers in the chat uh, have made some accusations about what occurred while you were gone that I would like you to address. The only Uh, thing that occurred was my internet was crashing once again, so I had to reset everything all over. So, no, I didn't go and beat my meat. Jesus why is that the narrative? Why, like, I don't like that that's become the narrative here. I mean, <laughs> I just want to acknowledge the listeners. They that that is what they thought was going on. I have no idea how that idea got put in their heads or why that narrative exists. I, I really mean, don't, maybe so. the the constant every show disappearing for a few minutes. Maybe that probably doesn't. It's help called a bathroom break. It's called bathroom. Why breaks. are you talking about bathroom break during the show? Because I'm drinking during the show. And I uh, need to relieve my bladder. So am I. All right, Chente, spit or swallow. Um, before before I do, what what was uh what was Warren's? Because uh, you would have static. no idea what Warren's was. He was talking about talking about <laughs> Chinoku, samurai swords, penises, dick to go, uh, samurai Jack. Yeah, something no. about Despy. There was a lot no. in there that I'm sure you did. Have you watched All anything right. outside of American wrestling? No. Okay, then have you no. have no idea what Warren was talking about. Okay, uh, so I'm going to continue. We're going to continue. I'm going to swallow damage control, capturing the women's tag team titles from Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez because, A, they deserve it. They should have won it. They were wrongfully pinned. Dakota was wrongfully pinned. She was not the legal competitor in that match. 
So they are the rightful champions. Also, fuck Aaliyah. B, I don't claim Raquel Rodriguez. So this is a win-win. Win-win-win. So swallowing I mean, that. you can you want to fuck Aaliyah. It's okay. We understand. No, fuck Aaliyah. Like, I, I want it, her to, like, Thanos. Okay. I want her to think she is to me. She is to me what Lash Legend is to Warren Hayes. Extremely talented and well booked. No. <laughs> the difference that the difference because I I'm with Vince. The difference is that Lash Legend is brand new to wrestling. That's the main difference. Aaliyah's been Listen, doing this shit for 10 years. and not I ain't never said Aaliyah's day. good. Also, the way she sold the finish at the end what, was fucking terrible. Like, she flopped like a magic carp. I, I wasn't about it. No, just thankfully that's over. Thankfully that's over. I will agree with you, though. I thought Damage Control should have won. I don't know why the decision to put the titles out of anyone in that tournament was decided to put it on Raquel and Aaliyah, especially for a short time. Like, you're trying to bring prestige back to your tag team titles. So you give them to a thrown-together tag team, uh, I'm assuming because it was Raquel, and then you have them lose a couple weeks later to the team that probably should have won the fucking tournament in the first place. So... Mm Weird I think they were just trying to throw a swerve in there, but I thought it was stupid. See, this, is, wasn't a good this is the shit that still happens that has Warren Hayes being like, see, this is just like them putting a mask on, but it's still the same old perv. Like, <laughs> They're validating Warren is what they're doing. You can paint your face, but you can't hide your STDs, WWE. Like, Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, on that note, uh, Mr. Warren Hayes, spit a swallow. Hey, okay, let, let, let's go right ahead and 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 swallow uh, Danielson versus uh, Jericho this week. Uh, and I think the main reason why I'm swallowing it is because I wanted it to be better than their all-out match. I think the all-out match was dull as drywall. Um, and when I talked about it, it shocked a lot of people because it wasn't that bad. No, here's the thing is that I think at some point you can grade on a curve. I honestly think at some point you can grade on a curve. And if you're getting Chris Jericho, who everyone says is the goat, right? One of the greatest <laughs> no. to ever do it. No, 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 no. I'm just talking. We're, we're just shooting the shit here. You know I'm saying? I'm not saying that we didn't. Not no, no, but, no one here. but no you one. know. Uh, 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 veterans, so on and so forth, and Brian Danielson, who in my opinion is the greatest North American wrestler to ever do it. You put them in a ring together; they should be, you know, at the very least, getting you out of your seat for shit. The all-out match—I, I, I don't know what happened. Like, I really don't know what happened in that match. I was like, "What the hell is going on? This, this, this cannot work for these two guys here." Two weeks later, we're on Dynamite. We're in the main event for the for the. For the uh, for the Arthur Ashe, uh, we're, we're in the semifinals to get to the Arthur Ashe finals, and they just deliver something that was super compelling and so well structured, and a great story to boot in there. And, and as much as I think everyone was like, of course it's going to be Danielson that's going to win, right? I, 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 you know, I couldn't see, you know, Jericho pulling one out here. It didn't make sense to me. But they made me doubt. They got me in a couple of times. They're like, oh, shit. Are we really going to go down this this road? It just worked wonderfully. I loved it. I, I, honestly, it was, the, it was the highlight of AEW this week as far as their matches go. And, uh, yeah, that's a big swallow for me. 
I will agree with you on the match while I am not a huge fan of what some people consider to be the GOAT. However, uh, while we were on the subject of Chris Jericho, I am going to throw in a little spit of my own. Um, I believe that Chris Jericho fully forgot that he is the last surviving member of the Heart Dungeon, which isn't even fucking true, uh, at All Out, which is why the match sucked. Also, he came out and cut a promo tonight where he said he was world champion in all of these companies, including WCW. He was never world champion in WCW. He was WCW champion in WWF. He has never held because he said everywhere. You were never impact world champion, sir. They never had you over there. You didn't do shit over there. I'm tired of Chris Jericho controlling his narrative on TV, rewriting his history like the colonizer that he is. It's pissing me <laughs> off, and I'm sick of it. He sir. never won the IWGP World Heavyweight title in New Japan either. Your wife got caught storming the Capitol. That doesn't mean you just get to pretend that the history is whatever the fuck you want to make it. Like, that's not how the world works. Stop. True. You did a lot of shit, but stop changing what you actually did to make it sound better than what it was. And get Chris. the fuck away from Claudio and the one world title that man has won. Yeah, fuck it. Let Nobody Claudio wants to see you hold that shit. Like, he's not going to be... He, if Koki Khan pulls some shit, he can also catch hands. Anyone can well, catch hands at this point. Geez. I was going to say, who? I'm kind of afraid myself now. No, I know I'm catching hands. Never. I know I'm catching hands at some point. Now Vince will always um, catch hands. More or never. She wanted she wanted to drive all the way to my house to like beat the shit out of me when she was in Honestly, Chicago. I'm still mad I didn't. Can never had an address. <laughs> never had an address. I would have gotten it. Okay. Uh, Jesus was gonna hook her up. Uh, Katie, she he doesn't uh, have the address. Yes, can can yes, you put does. the hands down for just a couple seconds to spit yes. or swallow? Of course. Anything for your mouth. Uh, I'm swallowing. Matt's gonna appreciate this. Dexter Loomis. I everything Dexter Loomis has been so fun for me. Uh, uh, just I don't know what the actual motive behind him fixating on Miz is, but standing outside the house, um, and then just constantly like moving from window to window. And then being in the house and just showing the beautiful picture that he definitely drew of Ms. Maurice and the kiddos. Mm-hmm. I don't know where this is going, but I again, I need Indy involved to kidnap somebody. Maurice. I need it to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying. This is why I love professional wrestling. This is what gets me hard in the morning for professional wrestling. Okay. (laughs) It is when a stranger calls Ms. and Mrs. Special. He is doing an interview. He's outside the window creeping. They get in the car. He gets mad because he's got his PTSD and they're asking him these questions. Fuck that. Then you leave. And now he's in the house with the children and the mother-in-law, I'm assuming, or... Mrs. Mother, no. whichever one's actually living in their house right whoever, now. Whoever, whoever whoever's was there. The kids. I needed follow-up on SmackDown. That's that's what the fuck I wanted. Like, I need to know what happened to those children. There is no brand split. Can we, like, was he in the closet? Did he kidnap the, did Maurice and Miz come home and the kids were gone? Like, I can't wait another Monday to find out what Dexter did. It's, I am so I, invested 
in the idea that, as you said, indie possibly, but mostly Dexter right now, has not only captured and possibly sexually assaulted the Miz to the point where he is afraid to talk about it because it hurts, but now <laughs> has somehow made his way into the Miz's house, which we saw with, again, my boy, the Fiend, who also did some spooky, creepy shit in Manor Miz, Manor Mar Miz, whatever the fuck they call it. Um, and also, I enjoy looking at Maurice, so anytime they get around my TV is a boon for me as well. So True. I can my theory, that. my theory with the kids is that Dexter Loomis has kidnapped them for the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, and oh this God. is all going to be settled at Crown Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. that took an actual turn. I was not expecting. <laughs> oh, I thought you liked these wacky storylines. I oh, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm 100 about you that. Say it. That's why. I have no problem with that. I just wasn't expecting oh, that to come out of your God. mouth. I want, I want, I want the kids like. Bound and gagged ringside next to the crown prince. Miz has to win and then go save them. Uh, okay. I, okay. Uh, I think, I think, so I think, dark. And I think that would be a better battle. main event than what they're trying to give us right now. Neither, neither. I don't talk about that. I'm actually with Jesus. I think Dexter had a tea party with them and they're going to like watch the security <laughs> camera and see it and freak out. Honestly, they probably were just having a great time. He was just like, he doesn't have to talk. He can just let them play. Just, you know, I think I think he'd be a great babysitter. Tucked him in, silently read them a bedtime story. Just showed them the pictures. It's the picture yeah. book, obviously. Picture book that he drew himself. Uh, Chente, unless you have <laughs> anything more on uh, kidnapping. No. Um, Sami Zayn has kidnapped my heart. With his performance in his match against Ricochet this week, and the continued story with the bloodline, like Sami Zayn is coming up, like you, you know, you know how like in The Simpsons, like everything's coming up Millhouse, everything's coming up Sammy right now. He got a brand new bloodline official T-shirt. He uh, he had a very solid match, even though he didn't win because Jay's a little bitch and he's jealous. Um, so Sokoa, he helped him get that dub. Obviously, Roman Reigns is, is infatuated with him. He came in and like took over for uh, the wise man. So I'm just swallowing Sami Zayn, swallowing Sami Zayn, and uh, the Ricochet match specifically. Yeah, uh, I think we talked about it a little bit earlier uh, with Solo winning the title, coming back, choosing Sami over Jay and Jay's internal issues and everything. Sammy so. dancing behind Solo Sokoa while he made his entrance was hilarious. Also, Sammy interjecting himself and telling Paul, maybe Roman should have had me come out here and talk instead of you, Paul, uh, <laughs> to Logan, um, was also fairly entertaining because Paul Heyman just throwing the microphone saying, you know what, fuck it. Fine, go ahead, Sammy, whatever. That's the whole reason I'm here. But, uh, uh, I love Sammy. Yeah. So, yeah. Who doesn't love Sami Zayn? Raise your hand. Nobody? That's what I thought. Sami's the shit. There Another you. fantastic Canadian. Just Not generic at all. <laughs> Mr. Warren Hayes, spits or swallow? So it's going to be me. I'm going to have to do it, I think. I'm going to have to do it. I think it's me. It's on me at this point because no one's bringing it up. We haven't even talked about it. We haven't even alluded to it. Uh, Dominic's full turn this week. 
I was waiting. That's it. That's it. An official, full blast, uh, completely lip puckered spit on my end, but also hilarious though. Like okay. it was, it was funny. The the promo in the darkness with the with the fading out faces, and I'm like, look, there's only so many smoke and mirrors that you can do with this kid because none of it's gonna connect. None of it's gonna work. And then next thing you know, Dominic Mysterio, the 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 Dominic, is main eventing Monday Night Raw. Uh, the Dom, uh, the sub. This is, this is the year. The sub. No, I know, I know. The sub. Uh, main eventing Monday Night Raw. I look. I don't. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it in Dominic. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't know why. I, I don't know what the. There's got to be a long game to this because I really don't. Did, see didn't the Leah main events in the women's tag team tournament finals? If Leah can main events, so can Dominic and basically anybody else. Well, I was gonna oh, say that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> on the mo- on the Monday Night Raw on the eve of Hispanic Heritage Month, I think we can allow Dominic Mysterio to main events a Raw. I think that's that's fair. However, let me see if I can make this uh, help help you warn so what i enjoyed about what we saw from dominic and ria uh was that basically ria fed dominic all of his lines uh by whispering in his ear everything he had to say about how he is his own man and he makes his own decisions that ria makes for him not his father um also the power of pegging is strong in ria uh she has that man on a very short leash uh, you saw Ray came to talk to him, and Dom was not given permission to speak, so he could not. He just had to stand there and act as if Ray did not exist. Uh, this this full control, uh, mind, body, soul, and all holes that Rhea has over Dominic Mysterio is fairly appealing to me uh, because this is the power of a leader of a group like the Sexecutioners that she, that she has and holds over uh, someone like Dominic Mysterio. So... I don't know if that helped him. Like, the the way you described it, even before you described it, Matt, like, I loved everything Judgment Day. Like, I like it. I I like Dominic. I thought his gear looked better. Like, I like the, like, remix to it. I like the promo he cuts. Uh, Maybe maybe I'm a little biased here. Um, The whole dynamic with Rhea, I think it's fantastic. I think it's interesting. Like, the backstage stuff with Ray, I liked. Everything was good. Even I even enjoyed the match with with Edge. I thought it was all good. Even the post match beatdown. I thought I liked everything. Judgment Day. I I'm even swallowing Bandana Finn. Like all of it. <laughs> <laughs> he he hung around. Uh, uh, he hung around Damian Priest and Dominic Mysterio way too long. Like he hung around them one week. Ah, uh, wait, what? Nothing. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, uh, I thought I was cutting off for my wife. I was being ass again. You were. So Katie was going to say something, and then you just jumped in and cut her off. So then you froze, so I was going to let Katie go, but then you came right back. So. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was Every just... Time. It happens. It's, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, I don't know. I just... The real, I... the real battle for Pornhub Poppy is whether or not Vince is going to let Katie speak. Uh, Katie, <laughs> thoughts on Dom? Um, Listen, overall, it's just a gargle for Judgment Day. Uh, the Bohemian Rhapsody ass promo um, was fun. 
it was it was bad, but it was fun. Yeah. Uh, specifically for Rhea, just like, hey, how you doing, little mama? Let me whisper in your ear, type shit. Um, I see a little silhouette of a sub. It basically, literally, um, they are uh, Eddie and China, the original Mamacita 2.0. No, they're not. Eddie, can, my... Eddie Ray, <laughs> fuck Dom, whatever fucking Mysterio it is. Dom can't do with three amigos. That's for damn sure. Which sucks because, like, Eddie's your dad. How can you not do the three amigos correctly? Well, but, I mean, because it's Dominic. No, but I don't. I don't like the comparison with. I don't like the comparison with 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 Eddie in it's China because Eddie because... was in love with China. He courted her. He gave her until gifts he ran into roses. the Godfather's house. But this is 2022, and now Rhea is in love with Dom, and she gives him. Pegging and she loves the nipple control. clamps. No, no, she this, loves this, control this. exactly. 2022 women taking over, women rolling men. This, this, this is what Eddie and China the dynamic would have been if China was the dom in the relationship. They it's, did it in the attitude era with Luna Vachon and Gold Dust. They did it yes. back then. If they wanted to do it with Eddie and China, they could have done it, but it's a whole different thing. Eddie was in love with China. China what China felt beautiful and wanted with him. Then that was, it was a love story. This is not it. It's did deviant he, and it's fun, he, but it's something else. Come did on. He court her on Hispanic Heritage Month too. Like like what is, is there a parallel here? Uh, I will have to look it up, but it was a long-standing court. I, I, I do want to say that I would like to point out something that I've heard various other podcasts point out, but we want to point it out here, too, that uh, apparently there is a strange Australian fetish in the Mysterio family. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so I will say this. Uh, speaking of gold dust in the Attitude Era, uh, nipple clamp, dog leash gold dust is my favorite gold dust. Uh, outside of electrocuted stuttering gold dust. So, <laughs> you broke Warren. You broke Warren. <laughs> it's all this shit that I push back. You know, it's like it's like sitting doing a podcast with Matt is like talking to my therapist. He's gonna drag back some shit that I've been pushing oh, back yeah. for years. Well, while we're on that, I'm gonna drag something out for Katie too, because I know Katie's not a huge Goldust fan because she had to watch Goldust wrestle in the back of a truck in WCW as Dustin Rhodes, and it is the most terrifying and horrible experience she had to ever witness, and then go talk about it on a podcast. So yeah. Yeah, it was a terrible time. Gold does first goon number 85 on the back of a moving truck in bales of hay. I'm still mad at Pretty Kyle for that, by the way. Was there Sounds terrible. Um, I think it's me. Yes. Yes, yes because Warden had to spit Dom, and then we spent a lot of time talking about pegging nipple clamps and all those fun things. And All that I see you later, you did. The of a sub. Uh, we we did. It's a joint. It's a conversation, Vince. That's how it works. If it was just me, you guys would all be muted, and I'd just be talking. But we all participated. Yeah. Uh, I'm finally done with Raw. Uh, I'm swallowing the cage match on NXT. Uh, pretty deadly and the Creeds having Julius, who has been on a 
fucking tear be the one to get handcuffed to get he sucks he's just a pain in the ass at this point but it works for this story having julius be the one handcuffed to the cage and not being able to escape and his little i'm assuming little brother i don't know how their dynamic actually works but we'll just call him the little brother brutus having to take on pretty deadly by himself kicking out of their venture for the first time that was there was a good way to start nxt and i love the creeds especially julius that kid is good so having this be their opener for their one year show was smart and i also did vote i voted for a cage match because i knew that shit was slap whether they listen to the people or not i wanted a goddamn cage match (laughs) so i was like oh no one will get involved damon camp but it was so good. It was so smart because then you don't really have the creeds losing clean at all because one of them's literally incapacitated and not being able to get off the top rope. It was smart. It was good. I agree. Shout out to uh, Booty Man 2.0, Brother Brood Eye uh, Brutus for actually getting some shine. He's kind of taking the, the back seat to Julius over there in uh, the Caesar Creed camp. So. Um, <laughs> shout out no i i was happy to see him actually get some shine and uh let julius be locked up uh yeah. it was good for him because he needed it so and also julius is he's he's the older brother so baby brother got some rub um how many other butcher barber brutus beefcake zodiac <laughs> what else we got there booty man zodiac? What? uh yeah. priest or what was a priest or Disciple, yeah. disciple, the disciple, disciple, the disciple. All of the disciple. names that uh, Hulk Hogan and gimmicks Hulk Hogan gave to uh, Brutus the or the barber, beefcake, Brutus, Brutus the barber, barber beefcake, beefcake uh, in WCW to try and get him over. And the only one that really worked for me was the Booty Man. So, oh, well, I anything associated with Hulk Hogan. So, so, actually, the Booty Man is like. It would be Vince's favorite gimmick. He literally cut holes in his pants and his ass was hanging out. Like, he oh was the booty man. It's he had the booty Vince wants. From Hangman. Straight up I ass, just want, ass but, but he he never lets it hang. He's not living up to the gimmick. We're not okay. having this conversation uh, right now. Other than Hangman's Wang, Spit or Swallow. Uh-huh. Uh, I only have one of each left, so I'm just going to finish off my Swallows. And I'm going to swallow the number one contender's fatal four-way tie team match, the main event at SmackDown. That had that, that was better than, than it had any right to be. Uh, the common, the like, like top dollar and Butch interacting was fantastic. Xavier Woods popping off and hitting everybody with all his comeback moves. Uh, like Imperium doing the tag team wrestling. Like everything about that match was so fucking fantastic. And as I was watching, I was like, Everyone in this match, with the exception of Kofi Kingston, came from NXT, and it's just like it's cool to see like that, like that, like you, you know, it's a thing. You know that all these people come from NXT, but it's not like until you sit there and just like actually look at it that you actually like, like it hits you right in the face, you know. But the match was fantastic. I loved it. I'm glad that the Brawling Brutes won. That that was a great outcome because they're gonna have a great match with the Usos. They can take the L. Because I don't want Hiroto taking out just yet. I don't want New Day and Usos again. And Imperium, I don't want them to take the L towards the Usos. Because it doesn't seem the Usos are going to drop those titles anytime soon. Just like Roman. So, 
Brawling Brutes seemed like the logical choice in my mind. And I just love Butch. And I love me some Seamus. And I like me some Brawling Brutes. So all around, it was a good time. I'm with you on that. Uh, I 100% think that at least one half of the Brawling Brutes, uh, Butch made Peter Dune, will put on a great match with the Usos. I don't have full faith in... uh, the guy who broke both his legs in NXT and couldn't walk for like a year and a half. Um, Ridge. Snake? Ridge Holland. Ridge Racer. Yeah. Uh, Rim job. Ridge the fridge. Not really sure about him, but Dune, Peter, Butch should do fantastic with you. So, and I'm very interested to see how that dynamic plays out. Mm-hmm. It's a fresh match. It's a fresh match. Yeah. That's, that's, that's fantastic. the main thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, I also forgot to mention this earlier. Warren was talking, uh, we were talking, there was things about Will Ospreay and the PWI 500, and I, I meant to say this, and I saw it in my notes, so I'm going to throw it in here real quick. Uh, Will Ospreay should never be ranked higher than the leader of the United Empire, the Great Okan. Uh, <laughs> if it was not for the Great Okan, Will Ospreay would not be considered the greatest wrestler in the world because he is the leader of the United Empire, and he helped Will Ospreay become the wrestler that everyone believes him to be and owes everything to the great Ocon. That's what makes that's the narrative I can get behind. That's how you got the name. Matt, that's my favorite bit of yours. I want you to know that. That's my favorite <laughs> bit of yours. Every time and all it took out, was I love it. him to visit America and hit some strip clubs and you know, ride do a his thing. Yeah, ride, ride a giant cock. Like doesn't take much to please me. And then apparently not. Kaniske Takashita, he goes and he eats cinnamon buns, right? And this is what he does in America. Great Okan gets the full USA experience. Let's be, be real now. Well, clearly, Komsky Takashita is very vanilla uh, compared to the fantastic Great Okan, uh, leader of the United <laughs> Empire, and the reason that Will Ospreay is considered one of the best wrestlers in the world today. So, <laughs> pay your respects. Peter's back. <laughs> uh, Mr. Ward Hayes, <laughs> spit or swallow. Luigi Primo, he makes it the pizza on AEW. That was fantastic. <laughs> I, I did talk about. Look, here's the thing. This Luigi Primo being on AEW proves two things. One, you can have a viral video of you doing something completely nonsensical in a ring, and someone will pay you money to show up on TV, right? Two, the other thing this proves, Tony Khan is way too much on Twitter. This is what the- Yes. <laughs> True. This is proof. But because it, it was hilarious, like just the execution, it didn't go overboard, right? And it's like, if you didn't know who Luigi Primo was, like you never go on Twitter, you never, you didn't see him do the thing with the, with, with the, with the, 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 the pizza, the, the pizza dough, thank you. And and it, you you didn't see him do that, and you're like, who is this geek? It doesn't matter because he Page took him out like in the blink of an eye. And the way that Primo died, he just sort of half turned and just fell off, fell away into into the nothingness that is off frame. It was so fucking funny, and I love it. <laughs> and and honestly, and it, what look. Tony Khan's too much on Twitter. 
He sees a guy flipping pizza dough. He's like, oh, I'm going to bring him in for a dark match. He does his dark match. He gets his payday. He goes home, and then he can he can boost his rate to all the promoters afterwards. Good for him. Luigi Primo, he liked the pizza. He liked to make the pizza, Luigi Primo. Well, I am conflicted as per the stereotype that Luigi Primo uh, may be portraying. I will say I watched the clip because I am also a too much on Twitter. Uh, and <laughs> it was actually fairly impressive how he continued to spin that pizza dough while wrestling. <laughs> and I was looking at this and I was like, you know, I'm going to be on Smacking It Raw this week. Clearly, Matt is going to dig this. More great characters in pro wrestling, right? This is what we want in our pro wrestling. Perfect stuff. I was excited to, 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 to chat about this. I prefer my Dons to my pizza dough tossers. Your Dons lost this week, so how's that for that? Uh-huh. We don't talk about that. Stop. The best part about Luigi Primo was him falling. That was the best fucking part. <laughs> that shit had me in stitches. Me too. What? Vince brought it up. I'm going to talk about it. First off, Vince, uh, Joe Wayne Gacy should not have been allowed to be in that match. Once the bell rings, you are not allowed to just make yourself a competitor in a match. Cameron Grimes said he didn't want no goddamn tag team partner, so Cameron Grimes shouldn't get no goddamn tag team partner. The Don got fucked again, and it is atrocious the way they treat that man in NXT. I think he's getting his justice. Go back to your unmarked vans and your, your bald... Brock Lesnar knockoff wannabes in the NXT parking lot and stay the fuck out of the Don's business. And I don't understand why everyone cares or gives a fuck about Cameron Grimes anyway. Unless he's still got a bunch of that money left over. Like, why everyone wants Cameron to join their group. The Don had it right. It's like, I gave you two options. You said, no, all right, now fuck you. I'm going to kick your ass. Like, it is what it is. But Joe Wayne Gacy's just fucking obsessed and won't let it go. And then gets involved somewhere he didn't fucking belong. He didn't. He wasn't in the match. He was not a legal competitor in the match. This is fucking... Uh, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai all over again. This was not a legal win. This does, you know, should not count. Take it off the books. If, it's bullshit. If Tony D'Angelo just have mind his business, his own business, he, he did. No, he didn't because he's all over here talking to Cameron Grimes. It's like, leave Cameron Grimes alone. Oh, you're like, not allowed to have conversations with people in the no, background? No, he's because not. You're because, because, because he's a terrible manager. He's a, he can't lead a faction. He can't lead a group. Uh, he I, barely I, has I mean, Tony, uh, two dimes. Two he's, a, he's at least better than the group that he uh, defeated, took over, and then ran out of NXT because that guy was doing fantastic, keeping his people on TV, letting them win matches and do things. Wasn't he, Vince? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll circle yeah. back here and see who's actually There's doing no, we'll better. Yeah, he pulled up in an SUV, took them off TV, and now we haven't fucking seen them. So great job. Way to get your guys paid. Good job, Santos. I'm with Matt yeah. on this one. No. I know you are. And I appreciate it. Katie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Unless you have anything more about the pizza-tossing Italian Luigi Primo, uh, spit or swallow. No, just the fall was great. Um, where do I want to go with this? I'm swallowing uh, Super Diva Quincy Elliott. Mm. I love them. It's everything i want uh, confidence in everything you do 
in ring, not bad. Quincy Elliott, from what I've seen, has only had like a few matches on uh, Level Up or whatever the hell. Their version of Dark. Um, but all of the promos leading up to them showing up, the uh, the scooter, everything. The entrance. I love them. And this is what I like about NXT is all the characters that we get. And Super Diva is definitely like slowly moving up my list of characters recently in NXT. So huge props to the Super Diva. And they got their first win on t- on real TV. Because level up doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, Vince, you have one left, right? So we'll do one from everybody. And then depending on what Warren and Katie say, I may give one because I've got a couple things on here. So... Okay. Um, I'll, I'll wrap my stuff up with my only you should always wrap it up. Sometimes I don't. Uh, Triple H replacing tag teams in the tag team fatal four way match that I just complimented. I don't know. I like maybe did I miss something as to why like there were so many changes to the mat to the participants in the match? Yeah, because Braun Strowman fucked up the entire tag division, so oh, like, yeah, we get new people. And, and uh, we were on Eric, SmackDown this time, so we use SmackDown teams. <laughs> so, I think, and I think Eric is is injured of the Viking yeah. Raiders. I think he's well, they were in the original one, so the original one oh, the was one okay. So it was Street Profits, New Day, Raw, um, SmackDown, Chad Gable, uh, Chad uh, Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Los is busy. Obviously, and Los Lotharios. So my spit is Triple H is Triple no Lotharios or SmackDown. They're everywhere. Why does it matter? No, they're smart. Yes, they're they're they smart though. They're they're smart though. Triple H replacing <laughs> Los Lotharios in the Fatal Four match during Hispanic Heritage Month and and on Mexican Independence Day of all fucking days, make a Fatal Fatal Five Way match. Like take out someone else. Yeah. But like that. I think that's disrespectful. I think that's racist. I think that's the biggest flaw and fault that he's ever done in his entire wrestling booking career. How dare you take off my only Mexican tag team in WWE on Mexican Independence Day? I think that's blasphemous. I think, I, I think, I think that calls for like, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Triple H get canceled. Revolution. No, no, not that. Not canceled. I'm, 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 I'm thinking of a word, but I'm, I'm, I'm flustered. I'm furious. Does it end with ED? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. The, but the point is, <laughs> drink that. Uh, I'm just, I'm just like, it's like, why take him out? Like, I, I don't think it was on purpose, but still, like, it, it grinded my gears. Because I'm like, there were I'm other wa- better tag teams to be in the match. No, no, yeah, you, you don't take out Los Lotharios on Mexican Independence Day. I think that's wrong. I don't I think, think that was Triple H's plan. He was just using the better tag teams. No, no. Los Lotharios are one of the better tag teams. They're one of the most handsome. Actually, they are the most handsome tag team in all of pro wrestling. I disagree 100%. I'm going to let Vince have this one on the account that it is Hispanic Heritage Month and Mexican Independence Day. Uh, I'm going to make a ruling here, and Vince gets this one win. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. I'm it's just, a beautiful flag. It was great before they put the eagle on it when you know it was over in Italy. Beautiful flag. Love what you've done with it. Fantastic, Mr. Warren Hayes, spitter swallow. Um, how about spitting Orange Cassidy blindsiding blindsiding pack? Like, it could could that have been like the least Orange Cassidy type behavior that you could imagine? Right. Like, Pac is just there. He's cutting an interview with, you know, the greatest interview face of all time, Alex Marvez. And and the and then all of a sudden he gets blindsided. And I'm like, and you know, the, who's the son of a bitch? Is it Matt Hardy? You know, is it like, you know, is it Ethan Page is coming to collect all right? What's fucking Orange Cassidy? When's the last time Orange Cassidy ever did something? Like out of his own initiative, like that. That's overly aggressive, not chill, and it's a fucking heel move. Let's be honest. It's weird. It was a very, very weird thing for me, and it, it like it's created this disconnect for me. In the I don't even know who the average at best friends are anymore. Who the what? <laughs> the average at best friends are anymore. Oh, well, they're best friends. They're average at best friends, um, but I, I, yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, it was weird. That's not That's anything. Not Orange Cassidy. What are we no. doing? It's a complete disconnect from 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 everything that's or that is Orange Cassidy. It's like on top of the fact that he's like got animated enough to cheap shot a champion, which is so weird. He was in a feud with Chris Jericho that deserved cheap shots. Never did it. It was like, ah, cool man, cool man. Now here doing that, and it's a heel move on top of that. Ah, speed. I agree. But thankfully, we got Luigi Primo. He liked to make it the pizza. That was cool. And we have Dan Housen. So, like, yes. Very yes. nice, very evil. Uh, Katie, spit or swallow. I'm not gonna figure out what I want my last one to be because I definitely have more. Um, and I know you're one one you're gonna talk about, so I won't say that one. Um, Samoa Joe versus Josh Woods was good. I'm swallowing that. I'm more so swallowing Wardlow coming out at the end of the match, dress pants and all, no shirt, as I like him. It's, Saving Samojo, I'm putting in quotes because Samojo didn't necessarily need saved. Uh, if I know we're getting a tag match next week because Rampage is two hours, um, so we're getting that tag match. But I would love to see the Samoan named Joe and the War Dog War Daddy Wardlow go toe to toe. Oh, that's a dream. Oh no. I that would actually be uh, fantastic. I agree. It would be it would be so good. It would prove Wardlow as a squash. Fuck you. No. Vince is not a Wardlow fan, Mr. Warren Hayes. How could he be? He doesn't watch Dynamite, but Warren made it very clear before I brought him on that if you were to spit or swallow anything from Dynamite, you had better fucking watch it. Before you spit or swallowed it. 
I'm a, I'm entitled to do what I want. It's Mexican independence. No, no, okay. I'm no, independent. I've gained my independence. You're excused. In all due respect, in all due respect to Matt, knows exactly what, what I'm. It, it, it's the day there were, there was this one episode because I listened to the podcast and I listened to it and, and I enjoyed it so on and so forth and and I don't remember what exactly what what exactly what edition of Dynamite it was but you were you were talking about Dynamite you're like I didn't really care for it blah 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 you know which is fine look I did the same thing tonight that's not a problem it doesn't bother me I really didn't care for it there was this this and that and the, the, but then later on you're sp- someone talks about starts talking about Chris Jericho. And you're like, oh, Chris Jericho popped on my TV when I was watching Dynamite and I turned it off. I was like, well, how were you able to comment on the entirety of the Dynamite show if when Chris Jericho, when he appeared on that show, was early in the first couple of quarter hours, how were you able to have this great, like this well-thought-out opinion of all the events on Dynamite if when you saw Chris Jericho, you went click and then you went off to, you know, do whatever you do with your lotion and your uh, Mexican uh, blanket? <laughs> <laughs> simple uh the minute jericho the minute jericho shows up i just turn off and on that instance alone that criteria alone dynamite as a whole gets a spit <laughs> listen to this guy listen to this guy. all right we're, 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 gets it. uh i agree josh woods does need to get away from nice and sterling for the love of god True. uh shout out to bakley uh thanks for being in the chat along with everyone else jj Get yo, uh, just our boy, pretty Kyle, Jesus, everyone that joined us tonight. Thank you guys all. We're gonna end this on a we're gonna end this on a happy note. We're gonna end this on a happy note for Matt because Matt got something, and there are rumors of something coming that Matt has been hoping, praying, and waiting for for a very long time. Uh, on SmackDown tonight, after the women's match where Bailey defeated Raquel Gonzalez and. Damage control beat down Raquel Gonzalez. Outruns Matt's favorite female wrestler, Shotzi Blackheart, to make the baby face save. And rumor has it through the gear rape fine, and I pray to God it's true, that the motherfucking tank is coming back, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Give me baby face Shotzi and give me my fucking tank. That's all I want. I will swallow every episode of SmackDown based solely on Shotzi and the motherfucking tank. And the helmet. And, and the helmet. helmet. Yes, it's my Absolutely. favorite thing in shebang. professional wrestling is Shotzi Blackheart. Have her howl again. All, all of it. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Let's do it. So, uh, that is my final swallow for the evening. Um, Mr. Warren Hayes, thank you again for joining us as always. We appreciate it. And all of the knowledge of Japanese things that you bring to my show uh, that does not exist when you're not here. Um <laughs> Please tell everyone where they can find you, check you out live on YouTube every week, all that fun stuff. Uh, well, there, yeah, live on YouTube is when I record my my podcast every Thursday night at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. The Mr. Warren Hayes Show is what it's called. So I, you know, recap things that are happening over the course of, uh, 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 of wrestling. And if you can't make it live, that's fine because the video on demand is there as well. YouTube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. And if you're like... YouTube is for weirdos and kids. I am not interested in that. Well, hey, then you can head on over to your favorite podcast app and uh, you can find uh, the Mr. Warren Hayes show there. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all of those. I'm even on Amazon Music, if you can believe that. So there you go. And IMDb. 
and and yes, I haven't. You're right, and I haven't. I haven't even checked that out since since we talked about it. I haven't checked it out. I have to. <laughs> make, I have to make sure I'm getting properly credited for all my extra work. You should. Chente, are you okay? Yeah. You look distraught. You do. Um, you look, every uh, day, Miller. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. You don't want to talk about anything? No, nothing? No. We've talked okay. about everything that needs to be talked about. I okay, gave my last bit you looked, for a swallow. Afterwards, you just looked very sad sitting there on the mic as Mr. Warren Hayes was plugging his fantastic show that everyone should go watch, <laughs> and I just wanted to make sure that you were okay. Yeah. I'm Maybe fine. you're out of lotion and we need to hurry up and get off the show so you can go run down to Walgreens before it closes and get more. I, I don't know. No, it's Let one in the morning. Walgreens is closed yeah, regardless. Walgreens is closed. Holy shit. My Walgreens is 24 hours. No, um, Walgreens are 24 hours. Come to the suburbs. Katie, <laughs> Yo. one year as Shaman of Shilit independently and a fantastic show that had a great message to close it out from some jackass that you met online. Um, go ahead, plug your shit. Uh, yeah, Shilit as a whole hit one year yesterday um which is fucking crazy uh and the message he was talking about is from him so you're not a jackass not you're not a jackass stop um got way too much but, credit on that show you need to stop we're talking after this um <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch anything uh she lead you can follow me on twitter at katyrasen13 link to my bio take y'all things she lead showcase twitch.tv slash she lead showcase typically Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern, unless something happens. YouTube.com slash Showcase. I have a one year of Sheelite in 25 minutes. I took literally every clip or a clip from every single video on the channel, put it in a video. It took me three hours to do. So please go watch it for the love of God. Show me some satisfaction. Uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you want to listen. But like, Watch videos because they're better. Uh, a new Inside the Mind of is dropping on Monday with Lo from Wrestling Wind Down. Uh, I'm actually interviewing Chris and Ashley on Monday, talking about PWI stuff. So even though she wasn't here, I'll still get to talk to her on Monday. Uh, there's a, a lot happening within the next few weeks. Oh, I'm on Botch Blast and Chair Shots tomorrow, too. Fuck. <laughs> I'm doing a lot. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's just gonna be a lot for Sheely these upcoming weeks, so stay tuned. As always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SES Vince. Oh, just what? Um, uh, Chente, yes, please go ahead and plug yourself. Well, it seemed like that's where we were going. Like, Katie was Listen, done. Here's the thing this is this is how the show works. I am the host, you are the co host. I say, Vince, spit or swallow. You don't just start spit or swallowing before I prompt you. That's not how we do things here. I tell you to plug yourself. You plug yourself at my beck and call, please. Please plug yourself for everyone. I else. love coming to Thanksgiving at your house, guys. It's been <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> As always, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at SES Vince. The link tree in my bio will take you to everything Straight Talk, Spitter Swallow, and Smacking It Raw. So go ahead and click the link there. Follow, subscribe, like, download all the good stuff. We do wrestling shows, wrestling 
centric shows, basketball centric shows on Straight Talk. So go ahead and hit the link tree and, and just support. So I, I very much appreciate it. And as always, you can follow me at my word of the M-A-T-T-R-I-D-D-R on Twitter only. Also, Smack and Raw Pod is on Twitter. You can check out our link trees, link tree slash Smack and Raw. Gets you the audio and the Pornhub and all that fun shit for Smack and Raw. Or link tree slash Creation World, which will get you everything Creation World, including uh, Creation Comics. Uh, hashtag them dragons, which I may or may not be back on this week. We will see how that goes. Uh, CreationWorld.com will also get you all that stuff, as well as links to our merch store where you can get those pro wrestling pro choice t-shirts and some awesome smack and raw swag and other things as well on twitter and instagram at it's the or it's creation world i-t-s-c-r-e-a-t-i-a world please go follow them and check them out because they are the banner under which we exist for the first gentleman of the Kristen ashley show the shaman of shelit and Daddy Delgado. I am the warden Matt Ritter, the patron saint of podcasting, and this has been Smack and Raw Podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. There you go.